The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. ATL VFL, can Kelsey recruit? We don't know. How are we supposed to know? <laughs> That's a fair question. We just, we just don't know. I don't I don't know I don't know if Hypo knows. He I'm sure he has a a better idea because like you said last segment, like as long as you can relate to people, then then you should be able to recruit. And obviously Hypo knows who Kelsey Pope is as a a person, so I would imagine Hypo knows whether or not Pope has the ingredients to be a good recruiter. So, the ability to connect is very important, and it's and it's the big reason why guys are, are able to recruit. But it's not the only quality, redeeming quality that you got to have. You, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be on the phones all the time, all day, every like, day. You gotta be willing to stop what you're doing with your family to take a phone call. Like you have to be prepared to try to talk to the guys that you want on top of your board every day. And some of the coaches that we've had at Tennessee over the last five, six years, they had great recruiting success earlier in their career or to other places or places like Alabama or Florida, where it's a little bit easier to recruit and got comfortable and got lazy. I'll just go ahead and say it. they got lazy. And then their name their name alone got people excited because you thought about what they did five years prior at a different school, but they didn't do it here in Tennessee because they didn't put that, that time in. Like you have to be prepared to talk to recruits every day. You can have an ability to connect with people and still be bad at recruiting because you don't have an idea of what it takes to recruit in this conference. It is 24-7. So, I don't really know if Kelsey Pope can recruit. I don't really know if Kerry Dixon can recruit. He recruited at Florida between 2015 and 17. But did he recruit well? What years did you say? Between uh, 15 and 17. So, McElwain? I think was that McElwain's first season? 2015? Yes. Must champ was 14. Well, it was 14 must last year. Yeah, 15, 15 was McElwain's first season. Okay. So he, he was, was SEC SEC coach of the year. And humping sharks. Mm, mm, mm. I blame Kerry Dixon, man. He didn't he didn't stop him. I don't, I don't know if Kerry Dixon can be trusted to be receiver coach here. <laughs> Before you know it, you know, Hypo's going to be humping sharks. It's Kerry Dixon's fault. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I am kidding on that one, man. Because that never happened. Jim Michael Wayne did not hump any sharks. It was a dolphin. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let me stop. Let me stop. But, yeah, Michael Wayne was, was there in 2015, 2017. He was, he was on that staff. And they got to really have to dig in to see – all right, what what was 
what was the players that that Kerry Dixon truly, truly recruited and bring and brought in um at, at Florida? Well, he brought in Tyree Cleveland, Trevon Grimes, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, Freddie Swain, great last name, by the way, Josh Hammond. Those are pretty good receivers now. Where were those guys ranked? Uh, Tyreek Cleveland was a was a four star top thirty five player. Trevon Grimes was a top forty player, forty ish player. Chauncey Garden Johnson was a top forty ish player. Now let me ask you this: I mean, they're all good players now. They did a good job recruiting in Florida. He was recruiting to Florida. He has not recruited that way at Georgia Tech because he's trying to recruit to Georgia Tech. So that's my point earlier about it matters who you are coaching for, what brand you're selling. Right. It matters. Absolutely. So my initial thought when when you list off those rankings, uh, Florida did not get that type of production from those young men. They did from Freddie Swain. Freddie Freddie Swain was really good for them, and he's still playing. I think he's on the Seahawks still. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my my initial reaction was that, man, they did not get that type of production – from a top 35 player? No. Um, but Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, he played safety, correct? Yeah, he came as a corner. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're talking about just recruiting, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his recruiting abilities and who he brought in. Right, but okay, yes, yes. But I'm mentioning the point that I did because what's the other factor that you've been preaching about since since he's needed a new wide receiver coach? Recruiting and... Development. Yeah. And there's factors. Like, like there's factors that play into... I'm going to get myself in trouble. There's flat factors that play into whether a player meets his potential or appears to be developed or not. Because mm-hmm. there's people here, there's people, there's people in our fan base that think that we did an unbelievable job at development based on two receivers catching 70 balls. But that and, don't tell the entire story, right? Peyton did catching touchdowns. Hmm? And with what Peyton did catching touchdowns. Is that is is that perception or reality? Perception. So we don't know why Grimes and Cleveland and all these you boys at Florida, the wide receiver, why they didn't just light the world on fire. I mean, we don't know unless we talk to someone that covers the Florida football team and, and has for years. So there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, when David Johnson was wide receiver coach here, those receivers were getting developed. I know that for a fact. But they wasn't catching balls. They wasn't going for 100 yards like they should have because it was it was bigger than David Johnson. It really was. We saw what T. Martin did at USC with those receivers he had. And then he came here, and people were like, oh, did T. forget how to coach receivers? No, he didn't forget how to coach receivers, but it was bigger than T. Martin. So I have to put that into it. Because that's also a part of why uh, a receiver uh, could maybe not reach his potential or reach his potential. Sometimes, man, there's other factors. Yes. What what I like about – what's his name? Kerry Dixon. Kerry Dixon. Thank you. I was wanting to call him Kelly. Uh, Kerry Dixon is – first thing that came to mind was like, oh, he has SEC experience. You're a vet. So that, that is something that, that I do – like because I, I don't think that 
an assistant, I don't think any coach on Tennessee's campus should be learning on the job. Not saying that it that it has to be a a prerequisite that they must have experience. I'm I'm open to the idea of giving somebody an opportunity. I just think for the most part, people should not be learning on the job at a place like Tennessee. I got an example for you. Like as much as I like Joe Osevet, when when Pruitt hired Joe Osevet, I was like, do we really have to do that? Do we really need to do that? Right. Like you should be able to go out there and 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 attract a coach with with more experience. And it's again, it's nothing against Joe Osevet, but I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not against giving Kelsey Pope an opportunity if Josh Heupel truly feels like he has the intangibles to be successful. I'm, I'm not at all against giving him an opportunity uh, because everybody's got to start somewhere. True. That's right. They, they, That's right. They're, they're going to have their first meeting room somewhere. They're, they're going to have their first room that belongs to them somewhere. And, and if you think that he is going to be one of the best in the business, then sure, go ahead and, and, and give it to him here and let him be one of the best in the business here at Tennessee. But even if he is going to be one of the best in the business, he's still going to learn on the job. He'll be learning on the job. I, I guarantee don't... you, if, if you talk to Rodney Garner and asked him about his <laughs> first couple of jobs or first couple of years being a position coach full-time and having his own room, I, I guarantee you he would discuss all the things that he thought that he knew that he didn't knew and, and how much he learned on the job. And, and Rodney Garner is one of the best to ever do it in the SEC from an assistant coach standpoint. If you're doing something first for the first time, you're learning on the job. Yes. Period. Josh Heupel had to learn on the job here at Tennessee, being a first year SEC head coach, and he'll he, still be learning on the job this year and, and next year. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's just just part of it. So like that's what intrigued me is that he coached at Florida. That that intrigues me, but that, that was also during a time period at Florida where Florida wasn't all that successful. And there are circumstances. Maybe, maybe there there were things there that he could not control. I I know that they had some some guys with potential at at Florida, and I remember it being a gripe amongst fans that the receivers weren't really living up to their recruiting ranking. Why mm-hmm. is that? I I don't know. I, I don't know. Hopefully, Josh Heupel can get to the root of of the answer why uh, in, in the interview process. Uh, but I do remember that being. A gripe, and just because he has that SEC experience doesn't mean that he has good experience. It's the same conversation that mm-hmm. I always have about the players, mm-hmm. returning players, returning starters. Like, yeah, in theory, that's a good thing that four of your five starting offensive linemen are coming back. But what if the four of the five starting offensive linemen that are coming back are bad football players? <laughs> what good does the experience do? I mean, it, Not it, much. It, it it's a benefit for sure because you you know how to – navigate and, and play offensive line in the SEC. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because you're a bad offensive lineman. Who cares if you have five years of experience? You're still a bad offensive lineman. So um, I, I do like the experience aspect, but Florida was underwhelming during that time period. So I, I would like to know why. Just got to get it right. Just Josh Heupel. You got to get it right. You can't. You exceeded expectations in the first season. You got some momentum. You have Hendon Hooker. Coming back, you can't let poor development at the wide receiver position or guys not being ready to play and do their part hurt you. We saw on a smaller scale how the receiver play hurt Alabama. 
theirs was injury. They had young guys that just didn't make the play when their numbers were called. We can't have Florida game receiver play. We can't have that. It can't be up and down inconsistent. We got to have consistency. The guys need to be at the right place at the right time. And we need players that can make somebody miss and go to the house. We need yak yards. Yak. You can't rely on Josh Heupel to draw up, you know, magical plays each and every game for explosive plays. Go turn a hitch to a touchdown. That's what we need. They like got Meacham to, used to do. That's what we need. We need players that can do that. Game and then changers. we need to be creating habits and practice to go out there in the games and do that. So, big hire. Now, I have an idea. I'm with Jason from the borough. What's his idea? Can Tosh LaPoy coach receivers? He's a defense. He's a def, he's a linebacker, defensive end, defensive line coach. Can Tosh LePoy coach receivers? I n- I know what his specialty is, but can he coach receivers? Can he do it? If it meant getting Nico, then I'd be all for it. Yeah, Nico, Nico can coach up the receivers. Yeah, I'll be all for it. I, hey, Tosh, just just roll in that substitute teacher uh, cart with the TV on top of it, with the strap holding the TV to the to the cart. And just play wide receiver drills and, and meetings and just tell them to go do that. I've got a perfect idea. We can bump Kelsey Pope's salary and let him be the one that's actually teaching the receivers and, and coaching the receivers, but let Tosh LePoy be the face and him be the air quote receivers coach and Kelsey handle all the coaching and then all Tosh does is recruit. And bring Nico with him. I don't know if Tasha's been given the green light to return to the SEC yet. I don't care. Make it happen. You you, you need to have uh, some some things shake. You need to act like Ruth. Act like uh, <laughs> Marty Bird. Act like Marty Bird. <laughs> make just make things shake. Make it happen somehow, some way. ATL VFL says is Winky available? We need Tate from IMG, LOL. Oh, wow. That was terrible. Mm-mm. No. And Winky's actually at Georgia Tech now. Why? Doing what? What do you think he's doing? Uh, he, I'm surely he's not coaching. I mean, he's he not being a professor. He ain't going to Georgia Tech to be a professor. I mean, he might. It's one of the hardest schools in the South is Georgia Tech. He, he ain't going there to be a professor. Also, you and uh, Austin Price were questioning why Georgia Tech has, has struggled to get going consistently. That's why. Their education requirements. <laughs> I guess so. They, they got to they they come, up, come up off that. I mean, if Vanderbilt was willing to do that when James Franklin was there, they got to be willing to do that too. I wouldn't hold my breath. Well, probably why Kara Dixon is like, yo, Tennessee. Let me holla, 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 holla. Holla. I got to get up out of here. You're going to mess up my resume. You're going to mess up my career. Uh, I'm trying to move up. I'm trying to be offensive coordinator one day. Maybe a head coach. I can't know if I can do that here at Georgia Tech. We we three years in. We we might not make it. I need to get off this boat. Which I hate because I like I like Jeff Collins. I really do. Yeah, weird that he hasn't worked out yet. Yeah, I really like him, man. I think I think he has a 
I wonder if it's more of a Georgia Tech being difficult to win at type of situation because it seems like he has the ingredients to be successful there. I mean, he has been successful. He's been successful everywhere he's been. Was it Temple? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, even when he's a defense coordinator, he was successful. And he's from Atlanta, man. Like, I know he's pouring everything into this job and, and because he loves Georgia Tech. He's from that area. Like, he sleeps, breathes Atlanta. Man, sometimes he just don't, it just don't work. Sometimes it just don't work. And we need Georgia Tech to be better. Yes, please. We need it. Yeah, Chris Winkie at Georgia. I mean, uh, Georgia Tech, man. Doing what? I told you, he coaching football. Coaching what? Who do you think he's coaching? I ain't running backs. Surely it's not quarterbacks. It is definitely quarterbacks. This past season was his first year. Hey, man, he ain't coaching here, so that's all I care about. Hour three continues after this. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim Good morning, Swain Event crew. The new year is here and it's the 2022 East Tennessee real estate season. As I always do, I'm going to shoot straight with you. If you have a home to sell, then you need to give me a call ASAP. Inventory is low and I will get you the most money possible and more than you think trying to sell it on your own. If you are a seller that also needs to buy a home, you need to call me ASAP. As there are ways I can help you manage that situation and stay in your home until we find what you want. If you are looking to buy, you need to call me ASAP. 
You absolutely need someone on your side to help navigate the current waters. And you need someone that's going to do their homework and find homes that aren't on the market yet. Bottom line, you need to call me today ASAP. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897. If you are buying, selling, or considering investing in real estate this year, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon, and go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with the fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com.
go to the Iris Networks hotline. Hour number three is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Let's get to line one there and bring in Andy. Andy, good morning. Hey, good morning. What's up, Andy? I've had a pretty rough morning. I had to tell that stupid BMW home this morning. and uh, But other than that, reason I'm calling, I just wanted to say it just shows Vol Nation is not greedy when it comes to, you know, being there for each other, especially one of our players that gives his all every game. We pitched in. Now, I didn't give that much, you know, but a lot of them really, really gave a lot. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, it it brought brings you to tears, you know, just seeing what we can do in just a short period of time. You know, sometimes each other, you know, we go at each other and this and that. But when it comes to hard times and stuff like that, especially one of our players is in need, Ball Nation comes together. And I just wanted to say, you know, I'm glad to be a Tennessee fan. I wouldn't have it any other way. I would never, ever leave as a Tennessee fan. You know, some people, they bandwagon a lot. There ain't no reason for it because Tennessee's a beautiful thing. But uh, other than that, that's all I got to say. Hey, thank you, Andy. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, big, big ups to Tennessee fans and everyone else who contributed who are not Tennessee fans. You know, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave those folks out. Um, we understand that Tennessee fans probably was the majority of the donations, but, you know, thanks to all SEC fans or anyone else who donated uh, to help Zakai Ziegler and his family. So good phone call, uh, Andy. Good to hear from you. Big weekend, Andy, for Tennessee. I bet Andy's got his recruiting britches on. He's already putting out raps, helping. 865 255 03. I don't think Niedermeyer is at St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah, Niedermeyer is at St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know what he was doing if, before he went there, but good to see him back in football. St. Thomas is a good place. Good place. Let's go back to the phones. Who we got? Rusty. 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 Hey, what up? What's up, Rusty? Good morning. You too, man. Being good morning. Just uh, wanted to be all complaining and stuff about college basketball officials, but first, just wanted to say, just just blown away by by the Tennessee fan base and any any of the those other people out there, other fan bases that were compelled to help. It's all just glorious to see and and. Reminds us all um, that there's still a lot of good in the world. Yep. It's, it's truly heartwarming. Um, can we talk? Can we talk about uh, basketball officials? Please. And the worst thing about college basketball: the the block charge call. Bad. I, I think I understand the rule pretty good. I feel like I do, but I want to make sure I'm right. 
My understanding is if you're the primary ball defender and you're guarding the guy, all you have to do is be in guarding position. You don't have to be set. You just got to be legally in front of the guy, and he can't run you over with his shoulder or forearm or just plowing. Yeah, can't that's dislodge that's or any, any, any of that stuff. Are you talking about on-ball defender? He's the on-ball defender, the mm-hmm. primary. Mm-hmm. But, if you're the, but if you're the secondary that slides in late when the guy beats his primary defender, you have to be completely set and still before the guy starts any upward motion. So before he gathers the ball and, like, his dribble comes up and he starts to gather like he's going to go up for a layup, pull up for a shot, whatever. Once he starts upward motion, you better be set or you're too late as a secondary. They made a big rule change about two or three years ago and made that a point of emphasis. Which means the secondary defender about 90% of the time is a block. But these dumbass refs, sorry for my language, like Pat Adams and Tony Green and Doug Shouse, they all love to be dramatic and call the charge, and that's the problem. And, and the governing body above them isn't saying, we told y'all that we changed the rule. We didn't want these secondary defenders taking all these false charges and ruining the game and making it ugly that nobody wants to see guys sliding in late. They want to see plays at the rim. They want to see more scoring, and what you're doing is ruining it. Is everything I'm saying valid? Or the way I feel about it, valid? It's valid. I, listen, I, I just want to see the correct call being made. But it's not. I mean, if, there was three there was three times in the game last night, the Arkansas LSU game, and I was for Arkansas. I won Arkansas coming in the Knoxville Saturday unscathed. But the Williams kid got three calls, and every time the, the offensive player was clearly, clearly all, already into his motion of going up for a shot and he and the guy's just jumping in at the very end and, and making you come down on it and it's you hear it's a hard call to make it's not the hard one to make maybe is the primary but the, the, the secondary guy it's it's so clear look and see if the guy started moving his motion up and if the other if the other guy is a defender still not ready and set it, it's simple that's that's a problem it, it hurts the game. It doesn't just hurt because you got the call wrong and you send some, you send some kid to the bench because he's got two or three fouls or whatever. It also hurts the aesthetic of the game. And college basketball needs more fans. It needs more eyeballs on it. And people don't want to watch it because the NBA gets it right. The NBA has, has – the reason college took that point of emphasis was because the NBA did it because the NBA wants freedom of movement. They want more points. They want more offense. They want more guys dunking at the rim like John Morant. They don't want slow, average Duke basketball players, which where all this started from was Krzyzewski sliding in because they can't defend at the rim, and they slide in and take some kind of stupid stupid foul that's not really a foul, but referees love to be dramatic and point the other way and get their self on television. Yep. That's, that's my rant for today. You woke God, up and chose violence. God bless the Kai Ziegler and everybody that, that – that has done even a 50 cents, whatever they could do. It's just fantastic what people did. Troy, you guys. We, hey, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't done yet. This thing is going to go up more and more. Let's see where we are right now. Uh, right under 338,000. So. Pretty good. Pretty good. If you, if, if, 
if you need an example how playing sports could be mental, look at Zach, look at Zakai Ziegler against Georgia. And it's totally understandable, right? Mm-hmm. Why mentally he just wasn't there. And it just shows you how great he has a chance to be and how really good he is already because you look at his his play this season and he's locked in, dialed in. And we see the production. We see the 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 um security of the basketball. But his mind wasn't there. And well, he had his worst game as of all. He's totally understand it. It would have happened to most of us in that situation. But like as I was watching that game, I was like, man, that should be a prime example of how it is mental. Like when you get to this level, it is mental. It's being able to block out, and not saying what happened with the house is a distraction, but being able to block out distractions on a daily basis and staying humble and 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 not allowing good moments to distract you or bad moments from distracting you because you can be a, a, a dirt kicker and not be able to play the next play. Regardless of what happens, good or bad, you have to be able to play the next play. You got to forget it quick, fast, and in a hurry. So this game is mental. I think that's a big, huge example of, uh, of 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 that idea. Nelson says, I didn't give that much. Well, at least Andy was honest. Well, at least Andy gave something. Yeah, that, it's not it's not about how much you give. It's just just doing something. Just just giving. Just doing something. Doing something, man. Just doing something. If every if if one person every person inside Neyland Stadium on a packed house, packed day gave just one dollar. That would be amazing. So, anything is better than nothing. But Andy was honest, wasn't he? He was honest. Let's get to the phones. We got some nice caller pace today. Who we got? Tremel. Tremel, good morning. It is not Tremel. It is Big Shot Rob. Oh, oh Big Shot Rob. You sounded like Tremel. Hey, look, man. I'm I'm out here listening to the podcast. My commander walked over here. He's like, Washington, what do you listen to? I was like, I'm listening to the best podcast in the world. So he's been listening for like the last 10 minutes. And I was like, you know, I got about 15 minutes. So, you know, I figured I'd call in and say what's up. I ain't seen nothing all week. I don't know what's going on. I don't know anything. But, you know, I had to call in. To you must be bored. No, nah, I ain't bored, man. We've been, look, dude, we've been attacked like eight times a day. So it's. It's wild out here, bro. Our four has been uh, in the clean version. They have been uh, trying our patience very well this week. <laughs> Easiest way to say it. So, you know what I mean? So, so let me get this straight. You, you're out in the field, and, mm-hmm. and and you've been under attack this morning several times. Not this morning. Today's our last day out here, so they left us alone this morning. But last night, well, this morning at like 2, 3 in the morning, they rolled up, and we, uh, I mean, we torched them, but... They, they got the best of us for the most part, but we was ready this morning. Everybody was up, so, you know. But theoretically, die. could they could they get you here in, like, five minutes? Could they get me where? Could, could they try to attack you here in, like, five minutes? No, nah, they're about to leave because okay. we're, we're wrapping up for the day. I was going to so. say, they, they, they could attack you again, and you're on the phone with us. 
I mean, I, I don't nah. know how reliable you are. I would see him coming up, so I'm standing on like a top of a mountain right now, so I would be able to see him. Or a cliff, shall I say. Not a mountain, but a cliff. I'm on top, so I'd see him coming. <laughs> you got better service on, on top of a mountain than Austin does driving through Knoxville talking to when us. When I tell you I am standing still, not moving, like at all, like <laughs> no movement whatsoever, because if I, if I look left, this call is going to drop 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what's going on, man, this week. Uh, Tennessee is is wrapping up the wide receiver coach search. Uh, Tennessee you know, beat beat up on Georgia a little bit. Georgia gave Tennessee a nice little fight. Uh, but Tennessee got the dub. Uh, big recruiting weekend this week. Weekend coming up. Uh, Nico is going to be here along with, seems like, hundreds of other players. A nice opportunity this weekend against Arkansas. Um Tamar Key won. About 40. I, hate that. I know, man. Tamar Key won the SEC uh, so on the All SEC defensive team. Kenny Chandler was on the All was freshman of the week. So, a lot of stuff happened. Big shot, Rob. I hope I was able to. And Zakai Ziegler, did you hear about Zakai Ziegler? I did get a text. I got a text message last night from one of my friends who's an Auburn fan, and he said. Your fan base is wild. Y'all raised like $200,000 in like three hours. So I was like, what are you talking about? And then he sent me the link to the story or whatever. And I was like, well, that's Ball Nation for you. Yep. It's at, it's at 337000 right now. That is wild, man. Fan yep. base is unmatched. Yep. Love it. Love it, man. Well, I ain't going to hold y'all too much, man. I'm going to get on up out of here. I just wanted to hop out for a minute. I'll be back tomorrow, though. Thank the Lord. We'll see you, man. We'll see you. Volville says, how do I donate to the Zakai calls? Uh, I made it easy. I put it on the show notes here on the app. You can also go to Tennessee Basketball account on Twitter. You can go to Zakai Ziegler's account on Twitter if you want to. But if you're not uh, on Twitter or you feel more comfortable navigating inside of the Swain Event app, we brought the link to the app. So it is entitled Ziegler Family Fire Relief and Recovery. So uh, go right there inside of your app. Show notes hit that icon, and it will take you straight to his GoFundMe page. I'm going to make it easy for the people. That's all. Big shot. Rob, representing from Colorado. Love it. 865-255-03. How do you mix up Tramiel and Big Shot Rob? They sounded the same. Mm-hmm. They both come in with, with, what up, like that. Sound like Tramiel. When you answer the phone and try to sort out the difference, you can be the judge. They gotta, they gotta tell us their name. Yeah, I mean, the, Tremel starts every single phone call with, "When I answer, what up?" <laughs> and that's what Big Shot Rob did. What up? He's like, "What up?" <laughs> All right, what up, Tremel? Did you say what's up, Tremel? When the shot, uh, Big Shot called. No, I said, "What up?" We'll get to you in a second. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Youth and experience, I guess. Sure. Evil says, stay, stay safe out there, big shot. We appreciate you. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Charles gave you a recommendation on where to go in Houston. Thank you, Charles. How do you think Tennessee baseball will do out there in Houston? Two and one. Two and one. Hell I, to Texas? Yeah. If, if I had to put money on it, I think that. They would lose to Texas tomorrow night and then beat Baylor and Oklahoma Saturday and Sunday. Simply put, I think Texas is better than Tennessee. 
And then I think Tennessee is better than Baylor and Oklahoma. So that's how I view the weekend, going into it at least. 865-255-03. I would say that would be a successful weekend, even though you, you lost one. I know we expect to win every single game every time Tennessee plays. That's not that's not reality. Would you consider 2-1 and one a, a successful trip? 1,000%. 1,000%. Your goal is to win the weekend. Tony Vitello said that maybe on the show yesterday or after the game on Tuesday. I've heard him talk so much this week, I can't remember where he said what. But he recently said, you, 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 your goal is to win the weekend. That, that's the goal. That, that is what deems it a successful weekend. Baseball is different than basketball and football. If, if you drop one game within a weekend, it's just kind of part of it. Mm-hmm. But, but the goal is to win the weekend. It's like a couple weeks ago, everybody was all gung-ho about Arkansas losing, losing its, its opening day and, and how that was better than well, – what what y'all say it was better than or what you enjoyed it more than? There's something uh, – another team that Tennessee doesn't like lost and, and you enjoyed Memphis and basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all enjoyed that more than Memphis. But it's like Arkansas still won the weekend. So those in the college baseball world don't really bat an eye at it. It's it's different when you lose the series because it's the game of baseball. Anything can happen in any individual game. It's It's like Mississippi State lost its opener – to Long Beach State two weekends ago, opening weekend, lost on opening day, and and people were like, oh, okay, it's one game. But then they lost the second game that weekend, and, and then people really got to, to talking, oh, Mississippi State lost two or three to Long Beach State because they lost mm-hmm. the weekend. And, and then they followed it up. They lost to Northern Kentucky in the opener this past weekend, and, and people kind of raised an eyebrow at it. But then they came back and, and they won the weekend. So probably still not have lost that opening day, opening day game to Northern Kentucky, but they bounced back and won the weekend. So people didn't really think of it too too funky because they still won. So, yes, 2-1 and one this weekend, playing against three really good teams, really good baseball programs, three of the best programs in the country. That, that would be a heck of a weekend. And I certainly think that they can beat Texas. Don't get it twisted. I just – if. Texas has the better team on, on paper, but this is also why you play the game. That's why you play the game. Low T Center specializes in men's wellness. They check all of your levels, not just your testosterone. They determine the cause of any symptoms that you are having and whether you are a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Uh, their annual health assessment is typically completed by, uh, typically covered, excuse me, by health insurance. And then it is very thorough, checking everything from your PSA, which is your prostate levels, thyroid, liver, and kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and more. Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. They have affordable and convenient options for treating low testosterone, like monitored self-inject treatments that are shipped directly to your Home. Go to Low T Center and LowTCenter.com for more details. There's a location here in Knoxville, two in Nashville, Tri-Cities, Chattanooga, multiple locations locations right here in Tennessee for our men to get their sales taken care of. LowTCenter.com, reinventing men's health care. Let's go to the phones, the Irish Network's hotline. Let's bring in Turkey Man. How'd you know it's Turkey Man? I didn't tell you. 
You did tell me. I did? You did tell me. Hmm. You did. You did. And, That's and the only reason I know it's Turkey Man. I can assure you that it is Turkey Man because I asked for his name. I said, hello, this is the Swain event. What is your name? And he said, it's me, Turkey Man. He didn't say, what up? He say, what up? What up? All like right, a Turkey, dreadhead. Maybe Turkey Man can do it now. Turkey Man, give us your yep. what up. What is this? <laughs> oh, my goodness, Turkey <laughs> no, Man. But, no but, one's but, going but, to confuse you with your mail. I promise you. Man said, who is this? I said, I, can't, I don't know. I can't see. Uh, it be me. It be me. <laughs> he said, Turkey Man. What up? What we got to change yeah. our intro, Turkey Man. It got to be, what up? How about that? That's the turkey. Is that, is that what up in turkey? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay. Hey, uh, uh, number one, I want to tell you how much I enjoyed that uh, interview you guys had with uh, with our baseball coach, the head baseball coach, and uh, I enjoyed that. And uh, I'm excited to see what the baseball program is going to do this year. But, you know, uh, I followed basketball a little bit. But uh, when uh, when I do watch it, I you remember the Bone Zone? I did like the Bone the, Zone. The, That's you, Turkey Man. You came up with the Bone Zone. Well, yeah. Well, I, I, I think I enjoy, I enjoy seeing the Z Zone now. I enjoy seeing uh, Z when he's playing because uh, he he's in zone and and uh, it's kind of like Jordan when uh, I enjoyed watching him. I said, I like I like when they got the when he's in that zone. So anyhow. Uh, I'm excited about uh, him being here. Uh, uh, so, how did how did uh, Z get here? Uh, uh, how exactly did we acquire him? Because I know he's not. Uh, I was looking at stars. I didn't see him up on the stars. Not one that the stargazers liked. Turkey well, man. see, I didn't see. I didn't see him. Oh man! I mean, if, reason, if, if, I had binoculars. I was looking in the sky. I didn't see him. Man, if, if Zakai would have committed, you know, two three months earlier than the signing period, and and folks would have went crazy. Why are we signing this unranked kid from New York? He's five nine. Yeah, Boy, you would have not liked that <laughs> move by Tennessee no, Turkey Man. No, no, I look. Mean, I've been looking at stars, which I like. I like the stars. Mm-hmm. You know, he, 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 and he, as far as stats goes, you know, that's the reason. You know. I always said I I'd be playing basketball if I could dunk. <laughs> well, there's other other reasons why I'm not playing basketball, but you know I can use that excuse. Are you, you know, taller than Zakai Ziegler? I have no idea how tall he's. How tall are you, Turkey Man? Well, he used to be five 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 six, but you shrink when you get older. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh yeah, Zakai probably would dunk on you, Turkey Man. Well, you mean he? he He'd be on if I was if I, a short people's team, he would be playing in the paint. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, he could play there. Anyway, I I tell you what, though, I think it's uh, awesome. And sometimes, you know, we all have players that uh, that uh, remember. And I I do remember my youth going to Thompson Bowling Arena and, and watching. Uh, Basketball, and I remember Danny Schultz. He was a guard back then, and, and of course, the uh, players. Speaking of players, 
A.W. Davis, uh, I enjoyed watching him a lot. So, yeah, you, you've got players that, uh, especially no matter how old you are, that you remember them and you remember their number. And that's why that uh, it's difficult for me, and I know I know why we do it recruiting-wise, but I, I think the person should wear one number in, in sports so that uh, he can make that number special for the period of time he wears it. He will. He will, Turkey Man. Number five is special. Look, all I know is Chris Lofton better be advocating for his jersey to be retired ASAP. Because if not, it's going to be Ziegler up there on the five and not Lofton on the five. Okay, I hope so. I, mean, I know, I know got, Chris would hope so. Chris is getting bumped down the totem pole. I mean, Admiral <laughs> came around, and, and now Ziegler's coming around, and, and now Ziegler's bumping Admiral down the totem pole. You might, you might be right. I, yeah, I usually am. No, you're not right. More right than you. Hiller is giving away free vacations for you and your family this month with every purchase of a new whole home generator or select new HVAC system. Hiller is going to give you a free week-long vacation with the purchase of a new tankless water heater. Hiller is going to give you a free weekend vacation as well. Also, you'll get a Visa Rewards card to help pay for gas to get you there. Choose from over 400 Marriott, Wyndham, Hilton, or Hyatt hotel properties. Take advantage of this unbelievable deal. While you can, folks, these deals are only available for a limited time. So make sure you schedule today. Visit happyhealer.com for all the details. And as always, happy you'll be or the service is free. Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. It's time for a vacation. Spring break around the corner. I'm ready. Not that Houston is <laughs> at the top of everybody's vacation list, but spring just, Birmingham. Just, just being somewhere new for the weekend will be nice. Spring Birmingham. Although I, I, I truly hate that I'm going to miss the Arkansas game Saturday. That's bugging me. Watching TV. Not the same. I think I'm watching on TV. You can go in my, my media seat if you'd like. No, I think I might go to the game. I'm sure somebody will hook you up with courtside tickets. I got, some, I got, like, I like, got, like you do every game. I got some options. I got some options. Rub it in, why don't you? Boo, Arkansas! Boo, boo! Your mama's a man. Boo! Can't say that, can we? Yeah, you can. You just might get punched. Now I'm talking. I'm more, I'm more worried about being canceled than punched. You can talk about somebody's mama still. I, I got hands. We, we haven't read. We haven't. Please. Any Arkansas player would clean your lights out except for Connor Vanover. Arkansas. What's, what's, Dirk. what's, the, what's the little small, the small one? I put him in a headlock. I don't, I don't know who you are referencing when you say the little small one. Oh, uh, Lions, the backup point guard. Yeah, I put him in a, I put him in a headlock. I ain't worried about him. But see, if you put him in a headlock, then everybody else is going to come over and mess with you. I got Uros on my side. I'm good. Uros don't care about you. Yes, he does. Oh, uh, you and Urosh have something in common, by the way. About? Best teammate. That's that's what we got in common. Uh, sure. Uh, he doesn't like American chocolate. I like chocolate, just not dark chocolate, not not a bunch of it, just here and there. It was funny to hear him talk about chocolate earlier this week. I asked him what it meant. That's a lie. That's a lie, Uros. We know you like American chocolate. That's a lie. 
That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. You know who else I think I can take? Oh, there's something wrong with you. On the Arkansas team? Jalen Williams. All you going to do is flop. All you going to do is flop. I think I can take him to 6'10", 240. Yeah, he's going to be flopping. This is weird, though, because Arkansas has a player from Huntsville, Alabama on the squad. So? Your allegiance is to Knoxville. You have lived in Knoxville longer than anywhere in your life. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the kid, but I do know his last name, and his last name is synonymous with, with basketball players in Huntsville. What's so, his last name? Tony. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of Tonys that, that, that ball hoop in Huntsville. I'm pretty sure I played against a couple of his cousins uh, growing up. So, uh, Odyssey, Odyssey. Yeah, I don't know how to say his first name. But he's a senior, and uh, he averages 10 Transfer points. Transfer from Pittsburgh. He averages 10 points for the, for the Razorbacks. So. He's trash. Absolutely, especially for this game. He is good, but for this game, trash. Trash. Sucks. <laughs> okay, well, I can't wait for the starting lineups for the, for the game. Sucks. It's going to be great. It's going to be starting great. at guard from Huntsville, Alabama, Jason Swain. Sucks. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. You need to bring a newspaper. What are those? I don't know where to find one, but you should get one. Take it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Am I right, Nelson? Am I right, Vaughn Birmingham? Who else does like chocolate? He, he does love him some American chocolate. Jason says, so I ain't stole my chocolate joke. Who else loves that American but chocolate? But in terms of uh, the candy chocolate, oh, uh, he, he, he says that we... We just don't have good good chocolate here. And that chocolate overseas is infinitely better. Now watch it, Uros. Don't be talking about our chocolate now. You don't like chocolate. It don't matter. Don't talk about American chocolate. You don't like it. It don't matter. So he's not wrong. You agree with him. It don't matter. I'm feeling patriotic right now. I will defend the American chocolate, even though I can take it or leave it. I can take it or leave it. L.C. Vaughn says Mizzou had a kid from Huntsville, too. Yep. Cody Brown. Kobe. Cody. Kobe Brown, that's right. He Kobe. needs to be called Cody because he, he disgraces Kobe when he steps on the floor. He's their best player. Which at Missouri. Which ain't saying much. I was getting ready to say. I could step on the floor at Missouri and be their best player. Yeah, he's probably the third best player. I know I could step on the baseball field and not be the worst player at Iona. I would not have walked. Four straight batters with the bases loaded. Listen, I haven't swung a bat since Little League. I think I was like seven or eight. We were the the, the Cubs. I can be on Iowa's baseball team. Only because you're black and you can be used as a pinch runner. Mm-mm. You know baseball coaches, they, they want to go get the fast. I ain't fast no more, fast, man. Fast football player or fast basketball player. Hey, come I ain't fast run. no more. I'm gonna be like, I'll be like Frank Thomas out come there. Come pinch run for me. I'll be like Frank Thomas and Albert Bell out there. Look. Our high school baseball team, Kari was our pinch runner. Kari was fast my junior back in year. the day. But when I was a senior, Kari was our, our starting center fielder and leadoff man. So Kari was actually a legitimately good baseball player. He just wasn't some random base, some random basketball player that was coming over to play just for the heck of it and hang out with the buddies who were on the baseball team and, and run bases every now and then. How would you want to go play baseball just when you're bored? 
you'd be even more bored sitting in the dugout eating sunflower seeds and 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 it, I mean dipping and huddling up at the mound. That sounds even more bored. But I wish I was playing for Iona, man. I would bring out the slap bunts. Slap bunts. Talk about baseball, not softball. It should be in baseball. I don't see why it's not. It's a great it's a great strategy. It's like the flea flickers of baseball. They we have a similar style of bunt in baseball. It's called the drag bunt. You're just not allowed to leave the box entirely. Nah. I like slap button. Better. Yeah. I like slap button. I want to see a slap bunt this weekend. That's uh, all well, I want to see. Since you saw Paul, we should have tried it against I- Iona. It's like trying a half court shot when you're up by 50 points or, you know, letting Jack Jansen get in there and catch a deep touchdown, you know, pass from wide receiver. Like, you're supposed to do those things when you're up by 20 something runs in a baseball game. You gotta try new stuff. Tennessee softball, they'll be at home this weekend if you wanna go see some slap bunts. Take your daughter over there. She'll enjoy it. Sold out stadium, Sherry Parker Lee Stadium. They get rowdy over there. What time is the game? I don't know. I just know that they play home this weekend. Same time as the Arkansas game? I don't know who. I don't know when. Same time as the Arkansas game? No. They play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're having a tournament. They're hosting a, a tournament this weekend. I gotta have Austin move. Um, with his mother, his mother, with his in-law I gotta, in Morristown, I, I gotta help Austin move his in-laws. Well, that's unfortunate weekend. because you're gonna try to call him here after the show and go help, but he's not gonna answer the phone. So, what what difference is it gonna make? Probably right. But Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. We hope you have a great Thursday. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Peace and love. We are out. <laughs>